0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, Foodie's Never Said I proudly presents to you Part 2 of the Mortal Kombat Trilogy, brought to you by the one and only me, Jimmy Bagadance. It's another box of dough, and with me today who is triumphantly returning from Part 1 are The Drunken Thumb and the one and only Drunkleberry. Fellas, how are you? Um, what are you drinking? Let's go to the thumb. Uh, hey Jimmy, I'm doing
1: doing well here. I am still uh, crushing some freedom since it's uh, it's some um, uh, freedom month for me, I guess. As I'm drinking Freedom uh, whiskey, uh, it's my third of the night, so maybe the whiskey will finish me before the night is over. We will
0: see. Fantastic, and you, Sir Drunkleberry? Oh,
2: uh, that is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Um, I am drinking from KCBC the Incredible Gulp. um, A sour flavored ale, as as you were. Coming in at a lovely 6.5%. Let me crack this open and let's give it a go.
0: I remember that being quite good.
2: Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that is that is quite nice. Definitely a lot. There's a lot of fruit going on. Holy shit! Oh yeah. Um, really pow! I, 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 I do not even know where to begin. Oh, I, I didn't even know where to begin. Um, with all the fruit, there's a lot of tropical notes in there. Uh, some berries. Shit, there's just
0: a shame this I wasn't was. a Marvel versus Capcom podcast. That beer would have been quite fitting. I <laughs>
2: know. Um. But yeah, that is is quite tasty. Um, But yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely going to look forward to drinking this fucking thing.
0: All right, let's get it on. All right, so this is the largest one that we're going to have to go through. We're going to start with... um, We're going to work away from Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero all the way to Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe. Um, that includes such games as Mortal Kombat 4 or Mortal Kombat Gold, if you had the Dreamcast, Mortal Kombat Special Forces, Deadly Alliance, Deception, Shallon Monks, and Armageddon. Um, but right now, I have to talk about everyone's favorite Blockbuster rental, uh, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, because I used to rent from Blockbuster all the time, because I had no idea what the hell it was. And then when I got it and I brought it home and realized it was pure and utter trash because it was not like any other Mortal Kombat game I have played previously. It was an actual storytelling. I don't want to call it an RPG, but essentially that's what it was. Um, fellas, do you have any type of experience, memory, what, what, ha- what have you with this? Um, I, I don't even want to call it a game. I just want to call it an experience.
2: Um, off the top of my head I, m- I remember seeing it in Blockbuster um, I don't I, m- I remember the title I remember you know what it was all about I just don't remember me playing it um, I don't know for certain, which is odd because you know, given the fact that anything went up with a Mortal Kombat title you figure it around that time it was just like you gotta go out, rent it, play it fucking have fun with it yeah um, so I have no real rec- I mean, I have yeah, I have no real re- recollection of the game. Like I, I know the characters from it, but I can't really say anything too much about the game. Um, but I'm glad it was uh, a disappointment. <laughs> so for me,
1: I actually used to. I, I read about it actually yeah, before it, actually- it came out, it, in PlayStation Magazine. So I was like actually excited for it. Like the graphics of it looked pretty cool. Um like, the the storyline was actually done with, with like, actors, so I was like, oh, wow, that's going to be, this is going to be pretty cool, like, was a full motion video uh, acting in the game? I was, like, I was really excited about it, and then the the day finally came where I got to play it, and um, all those expectations went right out the window. The game just really wasn't good. I mean, the the thing about fighting in Mortal Kombat is you're always at least facing the opponent, and here you had to actually press a button to turn around to try and fight the guy if he jumped behind you. And it's it just it wasn't natural, especially if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, just fast pressing those buttons, getting those combos in, it didn't work that way. And then it made you do like these weird ass crazy jumps and had to fly with the wind and stuff. It 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 was just it was not a good game at all. And never really got that far in it either. I think I got maybe to level two or three, whatever the wind yep. one was. I uh, that's as far as I got. Uh, but then, like, I, like lately, I, I was looking back and I watched videos of it, and I was like, "Holy shit! This this game he fights dinosaurs and shit." Yep. Uh, I was like, "What?" I'm, I'm glad I didn't get this far in this game because uh, it just was it wasn't done well. And I know when they made it, they were thinking it was gonna be like a new line of games, like they were gonna make Lu Kang mythologies or Scorpion. I mean, that went right out the fucking window because the game just it it it, it's, it died on the on the vine as, as soon
0: as it came out. So. Yeah, The concept was good, though. I mean, you were Sub-Zero. Scorpion showed up randomly and you had to fight him. The main boss of the game was Shinnok, which we're going to talk about in just a few moments with 4 slash gold. Um, but the idea was there. I mean, this was essentially the start of their Conquest gameplay, um, which we'll talk about later with like Deception, where they actually developed a story mode to Mortal Kombat, which has now become a mainstay in a lot of the later games. But that's for down the road. Um, right now, since we got that bad taste out of our mouth, we're gonna go into MK4 or MK Gold. Um, I've, I've played both, um, but we're gonna talk about gold because it's the more polished version. But even though even if you didn't play gold and you played 4, it's the same game. Um, mainly because I have to talk about the Dreamcast. It's Travis and Mines. It's one of our all-time favorite gaming systems. Um, It's just something that needs to be spoken. It was a system ahead of its time, and unfortunately um, due to... How do I put this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Just being overly better than everything else out there. (laughs) It, it, It was taken down before its time.
2: Yes. I mean, I, I want to say, like, Sega shit the bed. It really didn't shit the bed. Um, it was definitely, like, it was one of those weird systems. If you got your hands on it and you were able to play it and get on there and actually play some games, you fell in love with it. Um, but it wasn't, like, the most popular system, even though, like, like, we just, like you just said, it was, it was ahead of its time. There were some great, great fucking games on there. Yeah. Um, one game I like just to go quick off topic: Fantasy Star Online, which was pretty much one of the first real um, multi-world, you know, RPGs. You got to go online, obviously, uh, multiple button combo attacks, and you know, RPG or you know whatever character you wanted to be it was cool, and you, know, you got to interact this big, huge world. And then you had games, obviously, being the Sega, so you still had the Sonic games, but you still had this. Amazing game called Mortal Kombat Gold, um, which was fantastic because, unlike Ford, it had extra characters in it, so
0: that also helped. The ultimate version, if you will.
2: What, what
1: hurt
0: the Dreamcast though is
1: they had uh they had problems. With, we had we well, had PlayStation that came out, and you had Nintendo sixty four, and those were like the behemoths yeah. of the time. Yeah. And Sega screwed up because they had they went with Sega. They had Genesis, which was great, and they had thirty two X, which nobody bought. Sega CD, which was, like, insanely expensive. Then they yeah. went to the Saturn, and by the time it was Dreamcast time, everyone was like, all right, well, we're, we're done right, with we're this. Done, like
2: it's, Yeah, like, just one fail we don't know what you, after another,
1: yeah. You don't know what you're doing, and, and we're tired of, of buying this shit that's not living up to the hype, and PlayStation and Nintendo 64 are right there. I'm going to spend my money on this, which, like, those became huge, did, yeah. huge things. Everybody had them, so no one wanted to take the chance on the Dreamcast, but it really wasn't it really that was bad it. But they screwed up. But they lost all the loyalty they had. So,
0: yeah. I, I mean, deep. once you f- learned how to burn the games for it, basically they weren't making any money anywhere. You know, the, right. the person who made blank CDs was making all the money, and everyone else was reaping the benefits because you really didn't need the the actual game and car and uh, call it. Why, why is this escaping me? Case the game case. Uh, you just needed the disc because at that time everything was in a um, cd booklet because that's what we did in the late 90s every you know you, you took it out of your you know precious jewel case and put it into uh-huh. a cd booklet to get more scratched than it would have if you just would have put it in the case
2: but i probably did, man that's how tell you God.
0: but um but no i'm i'm glad you guys are here for this one cuz i wanted to bring this up this was the first time that Mortal Kombat, aside from Mythology Sub Zero, um, since basically since 2, this is the first time since 2 that they gave you a new big boss um, with Shinnok. This is the first game where they introduced the 3D fighting, and you can start grabbing items that were in the background which, you know, no one was really doing at the time. Like, you could grab basically a decapitated head and throw it at your opponent. You could throw an axe to start off the whole um, fight. Uh, Stage fatalities were a little bit easier to do. Um, Goro came back. That was huge. And, you know, nobody saw that coming, but who doesn't love Goro? Um, Everyone was computer animated. There was no, like... With the previous ones, where there was an actual person in front of a green screen and they acted everything out, this was the first truly built from the ground up, um, computer images and all, game that they put out. Um, Dreamcast having the more polished version, N64 and PlayStation having you know basically the MK3 version of MK4. More or less, it's the same game. You know, like Travis said, you're getting a couple extra characters, uh, a few extra. Um, special secrets, I'll call them. But overall, I would have to say a very welcome change to the franchise. Um, definitely setting the bar going forward. Um, this was one of those games I've, I played later in life. I didn't play it when it came out. I kind of played it after um, after Deception, right around Armageddon. I, didn't, I really didn't get to play it um, at the time that it came out. I wasn't... I don't remember what, what year was that when it came out. 1997? Yeah, I was still playing MK3 uh, Trilogy because that game was boss. Um, I wasn't even renting it from Blockbuster because Mythologies was just so bad that I wanted nothing to do with Mortal Kombat pretty much until, we're going to say... Um, Late, much later, um, I would be playing my buddies' games before I would actually buy one of my own for a long time. Um, do you guys have any other special MK4 memories for yourselves? Before I go into um, Special Forces,
1: uh, to me, I, I loved MK4 because, like, to me, like the storyline in Mortal Kombat or the lore of it. Like, it was one of the big things I liked about it. Like, I liked how each character had their own little backstory. If you got to the end with each character, they all had their own little cool ending. And in the older games, like, when you got to the end, it was just, like, a wall of text. You got to read it. But in this one, they actually had voice actors. They actually saw, like, it was like a 3D little bit of a movie that you got to see cool endings for. And the cool thing was that if you got everyone's ending, you, you could save it and then go back and watch them again. So you didn't have to play through the game with each character. You just rewatch all the cool endings, all the cool videos. So I thought it was cool. Um a lot of games tried to go three D that time and they really didn't do well. Like they fucked that up pretty good. Like Mega Man tried going three D, that sucked. Yep. Castlevania tried going three D, that sucked. So people were worried. I mean, I was worried about this one to, to go three, but they did a good job with it. They made it. You could still you know, you still felt like you were on that plane like a fighting stage, but it wasn't like Virtual Fighter 3D where you're, you know, like constantly spinning around each other. It, it worked well. It kept it kept the Mortal Kombat feel to it while adding all the, you know, the cooler graphics to it.
2: Very glad
0: you brought those points up, E. Very glad. Because that no, is true. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, just, you know, I mean, obviously I was a fan of Dreamcast. I remember playing it, you know, when I, you know, when it first, generally when it came out, uh, obviously I was just looking forward to any Any possible game that I get my hands on, Um to, to play on the Dreamcast, um, this game yeah definitely definitely stood out. Um, obviously, when I took a break from playing, you know Marvel versus Capcom or Fantasy Star Online, you know or you know always go to the old reliable, right? Throw in some Mortal Kombat. Um, obviously, with some you know the returning characters that weren't in weren't in for. Obviously, with this new with this at the time you know this crazy new sixth generation system, you know all, all the, the new glitz and the glamour. Um, that This game was able to provide, you know, is you know, can't really go wrong, right? I mean, some new characters, some old characters, um, you had some fun with it, um, but you know, like you know, all around it was you know, a pretty solid game, um, can't really complain too much. Um, I got to play with Kung Lao again, um, as we all know, I'm a fan of Kung Lao and the fact that he dies miraculously no matter what you do, um, so you know, all around, I was, I was, I was happy, and if you were, um, uh, a little history on on I was four I, uh, on gold actually I was, I was when I was reading it. Um, they actually screwed up on like the characters that they brought back to the game. They they kind of screwed up their their bios, so it confused the shit out of a lot of people. Um, as well as they were trying to create another character that they didn't have time to actually create for the game. Uh, but they already sent out like information to like game informer or whatever. Uh, so and they published that you know this, this character, you know, what he can do with some screenshots, but the character never actually showed up onto the game, uh, just for from time constraints. Um, so just like a little back history on on, on some gold actually, and I thought it was actually kinda cool.
0: Ah yeah. Who doesn't love a little bit of video game history, let alone a little MK history? Um, with that being said, I want to bring up the long forgotten, I, I don't even call it the black sheep. It's, it's the like cousin three times removed that you only heard of it because somebody, you know, knew somebody, you know, who knew somebody else that heard of this game that bought this game that you m- might've even had this game which the Mortal Kombat special forces which was a beat-em-up style game for Mortal Kombat. Another change to the franchise where you played as Jax and essentially you were trying to hunt down, the, I believe, the uh, Kano's gang, the Black Dragon uh, gang. Um, yeah. And it was another one of those it's-not-so-good-I-can't-believe-this-was-made uh, kind of games Um John Tobias, um, the cybot uh, of Noob Cybot, if you will, um, he left Mortal Kombat um, around this time during the essentially during the production of this game, and which will tell you all you need to know about this game and how terrible it is. <laughs> because, like I said, you probably never played it unless you either you know played the ROM. Or, like, knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Because this was one of those games that just never kind of happened.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Any of you guys? I'd never even heard of it. And so Man. I was like, yeah, maybe it's just been a long time. Maybe, I, you know, looking at some photos, whatever, will bring back some memories. Nope. Um, I looked this puppy up and zero. I did not even know this thing fucking existed. Uh, and by the looks of it, uh, by the sounds of it, as I was, you know, you know, trying to get a little history behind it, man, I am glad I did not play this fucking thing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah so I did actually hear about it when when it came out and when it was new, but uh, but I learned my lesson from mythology. So I, I waited to to the reviews came out. I wanted to hear what people had to say about it. I wasn't just gonna buy this one day one. I wanted to see what people said, and it was horrible. Like I've never played it myself, but I've. I mean, from the screenshots I've seen of it, from the reviews I've read about it, it's it's the Mortal Kombat game they want you to forget existed. And they've done a good job because most people don't know about it or haven't heard about it. So, yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, Jimmy, you said John Tobias left the, the game midway through. Maybe that screwed it up. I don't know, but it, it seemed like a lot went wrong with that game because they did a good job with the quality of their games, even for Mythologies, which... They try. They they took a big swing and missed, but they took a big swing where they had like full motion full motion video actors and all that stuff. This one, it's like they didn't even try, or like maybe they gave up halfway and then just said, "I just released it." So something
0: definitely happened in the in the making of nah. the definitely yeah. like it. Definitely felt you could sell just on name alone. Well, now we're going to get into one of the, actually, one. I think it's actually one of the shiny moments of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Uh, It's not talked about uh, uh, enough. I played it briefly, not when it came out, but once again, later on around the time of Deception and Armageddon, which is Mortal Kombat, Deadly Alliance, which in my opinion was one of the most daring, daring, um, storytelling moments for this franchise, um, so we find out in the beginning of this game that Scorpion's ending in MK4 is the true ending to the game. And you learn that Quan Chi killed his family. And, you know, Scorpion, being kind of pissed off about that, um, decides, you know what? I'm taking you to the Netherworld because screw you, Quan Chi. Um, we find out that Quan Chi escapes, forms a alliance, if you will, with Shang Tsung. And the first thing they do is they kill Shao Kahn and Liu Kang in the opening moments of the game. Um, So let's kill the series' biggest villain, and let's kill the series' biggest hero in literally the first moments. Um, Definitely interesting, definitely, uh, like I said, daring. Um, If I remember correctly, I think Raiden was the main character of this game. They really um, kind of lean into him and you this is when he starts um starts to get corrupted if um you will. I believe the ending of of him his is the main canon ending and he becomes corrupted by Shinnok's amulet. Um which was also another like you know the Earth Realm's God is now, you know he's not exactly all truly good. He's you know he's a little corrupted. Um what do you guys um strictly remember, you know, your initial thoughts about this game, Travis?
2: Daily Light was, was awesome. Um I remember getting into this kind of hard. Um obviously definitely new characters popping up. Um Bo Raicho right being one of them. Um oh, yes. obviously the the drunken master. Um so if you remember during part one how I was terrible at fatalities, well the insistent combos that you had to do, um, you had to really get good at this game. Like I just remember like just practicing over and over and over and over, like just like practice mode, whatever the hell they call it. it was like just being this jolly old fat dude, you know, drunken master style. Obviously um, influenced uh, Jackie Chan's obviously drunken master, probably one of the, one of the greatest martial arts films um definitely had a lot to do with it um so it was really heavily influenced at the time um when you know i got to see a literally a drunken master in a video game um so the dude named Bo Cho, uh you know um definitely he was my character of focus uh, so it was cool just learning all the tricks and the trade of, of his crazy character um and, you know relating that to you know obviously jackie chan's movie you know the weird dumb moves that he would do in the movie and then now he can do it in the game so it's kind of a tie-in um it was actually kind of cool, but I do remember Shang Tsung beginning of this fucking game. Um I was like, alright, this is they're they're setting the stage up pretty damn fucking well. Um and it was just cool, like the, the graphics and like um you know the shit's like falling apart, like you know, the the, the flesh and everything, depending on your fatalities and how much damage you're causing. You're just like there's the crazy shit that's going on. Like they they definitely umped umped Amped up the just the, the crazy factor. I think this is where the, the start of it. Um, obviously graphics are getting a hell of a lot better in, in video games, uh, and they're pushing what they can get away with. Um, starting with Deadly Alliance, um, which I think was a good thing because when they first came out, they were known as a video game that pissed fucking you know every parent off about its gore and its violence, and you know they they remain strong. But I think this is um where they really, you know took the next step as far as getting you know, back into the, the swing of things of just being, you know, insanely violent and gory and, and cool with, you know, you know, new characters, new fatalities, and new fucking random shit.
1: Yeah. No. Um, when this game game came out, I I, I love this game. I got really into it, too, just like you did, Travis. Learning all the, the combos and all the crazy shit you can do. I think this was the first one that had the uh, the fighting styles in it, too, right? Where each character yeah. had three different yeah. fighting styles. and like, they made the combos even harder or like cooler where you could do a combo and switch fighting styles in between the combo, which, which made, made it
2: look, I was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, if you pulled it off, it looked really fucking oh, cool. Yeah. Like
2: but how they did, did it. It, so I,
1: <laughs> it was fun. I'm, I, mean, I, I like doing, I, like I said, I got into it pretty crazy too. And I was, uh, Scorpion's always my main guy and Brock is always my second guy. And I, with them, I got like, um, you know, I was able to get those those moves down pretty good and and like the storyline again, like I said, they we always knew how to make the storyline bigger and better, always give you tw- twists that you didn't see coming you know, killing Luke Kang off right in the beginning. I mean, who the hell saw, thought they would ever do that, and then you know, having all the the endings again, which was uh oh I always made me want to beat it with everybody just to see what Because it wouldn't always carry over, but just to see. What would have happened if this guy won, or if that guy won? Because they, they did a good job making you making it interesting. It wasn't just a, oh, and he won and got rich. Like it was, you know, they yeah. every ending was unique yes. to that character. It was something cool. It wasn't like a stock ending for everybody.
0: You had to know what the true ending was. I mean, that I think was really the big the biggest draw of Mortal Combat is you can beat it with everybody, but you don't know which ending is the real ending. Yeah,
2: right. the fact that, day. yeah, that Liu Kang was was not last you know, year a playable character. Like, it wasn't really yeah. focused on, which actually was kind of cool.
0: So that way. Cause now, now Travis, guys, you brought up Bo Raicho. Yeah. Right Show. yeah Do you know who some of the other new characters were for this game that were introduced that are impossibly popular? And I can um, tell you one big one right away.
2: Um. Well, anybody that was a fan of Sub Zero, I think Frost, right? That's his name.
0: Yep, Frost was introduced okay. in this one.
2: Uh,
0: uh, Kenji, too, right? Yes, sir. That was the one I was going for. Was Kenji? Who? Kenji is oh, Kenji. Kenji, the blind swordsman. Oh, Okay,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was that was the biggest one, in my opinion. Everyone else was kind of a throwaway or a joke character, and except for one big one, um, B, you should know who this is. One I'm real mad. big one. Secret character.
1: I'm not sure. I don't remember. I know they made they made Reptile actually look like a reptile, which was kind of cool.
2: Yes. Uh, He's going with Blaze.
1: I like how He's the storyline that, that was cool, but the secret character? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's drawing a blank on me, but I'm sure... Travis he said, said he, it. Oh, he did? I missed it. Yep.
2: Johnny I mean, Blaze. What was it called? Johnny Blaze. Was Blaze?
0: It was Blaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, I do remember yep. that. So fire now man. we finally figured out who was on the bridge in the pit, um, which in fact was Blaze, not just the you know Liu Kang that was on fire. It was in fact Blaze, you know, fire elemental, you know, elder god, whatever you want to call him. We learn about him in this game a little bit. Um, everyone, like I said, everyone else is kind of a throwaway character, Draiman or Drayman. Lee May, Su Hao, Movado, um, mocap for everyone who's paying attention. Um, just a guy in a mocap suit. Um, <laughs> mocap yeah.
2: Well, what's yeah. It, what's I, was 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 meat in this game, or was he in?
0: No, I think meat was in the next one.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: For a second, I he, thought he was in gold, and I was he, like, he was in gold for as a secret character too. That's where he first yeah, came out. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like I, I wanted, I, that that's that that's what I wanted to bring up because meat's just ridiculous, and I love everything about like their ridiculous throwaway characters. But like,
2: yeah,
0: like <laughs> mocap is the meat of this game, and then everyone yeah. everyone else is kind of just garbage. You never heard of them ever again, literally, until I think Armageddon. Um, but we're like, not every there. Game, every
1: game kind of had throwaway characters. Like four had some throwaway characters too. Like, yeah. It kinda... yeah, they do that though. Yeah, they want to bring in someone new, and then it's also someone that can die and, like, stay dead, because,
2: you know... Yeah, a low-level character that starts to fuck the game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, this... They killed Liu Kang, but we all knew he was coming back eventually. Like, it wasn't going to be forever. Yeah, like...
2: Like, Kung Lao always constantly returns, and... (laughs) Right. Well... But I'm glad you
0: brought that up, B, because I actually wanted to get into Deception, because the nooks and crannies and the meat of Deception, Deception is such a fantastic game, and we see the return of Onaga the Dragon King, who was teased a little bit in Deadly Alliance. That's who Quan Chi and Shang Tsung were trying to resurrect, the original ruler of Outworld. Um, Spoiler alert, the possible boss of the new Mortal Kombat game, very excited about this, but also supposedly a version of Reptile, depending on how you viewed um, his ending within Deadly Alliance, I believe. Um, Deception is just one of those games. Um, you had this, the Shredder Sub-Zero, because that's the only way you can describe Sub-Zero's look in this game. is He was the Shredder. Um, and my personal favorite character in this game was Zombie Liu Kang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I loved everything about that character I love the fact that he's a zombie I mean he still plays as Liu Kang but you're I think a Raiden controlled Liu Kang because you're just a corpse that Raiden puppets and goes forth with but he was also like loved- a bad guy too like he would
1: as far as the storyline goes he would just like fight everybody who got in his way so he wasn't really on yes. the side of good. he was just literally a zombie if you got in his way he tried to kill you with. Yeah
0: instead of Ichu, but
1: yeah
0: he was pure chaos and you gotta love every minute of that um but this was another one where um a story mode or conquest mode um really took hold and we met shu jinko um who was like the really old man uh kind of character um who trained with travis's favorite character that's right bow ride show um (laughs) Get yeah, <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you guys take this one away. Uh, story mode for me in this game was not my best friend, <laughs> but you know, two v two fighting or you know, one v one fighting, I'm your man, Baraka. I'm your man. You know, it's just something about this game, noob smoke, all this crap. Uh, it's there's a lot for me to take in, and there's a lot. As much as I, I, I really enjoy this game, there's a lot about this game that makes me angry. So, I'm going to leave it to you guys. Uh, whoever wants to take it away, please go right ahead.
2: Um, I don't really remember much about this game, except for the mini-games. Like, I remember playing the, the chess game. <laughs> like, fucking Mortal Kombat chess. Um... I don't know. For some reason, I had a hell of a fun time playing fucking chess with Mortal Kombat characters. I don't know. Just it's nothing. like Simpsons chess. Yeah, just it was came on it. Yeah, it just it was one of one of those things. Um, so you know, for that I I do remember. Don't really want yet. Yeah, don't really worry much about the, the the story mode too much. Obviously, I had boy Show to play with. Um, so you know, I, you know, all was well. Um, was well there, you know, all the new characters that they brought in. Um, cool. Um, but yeah, for as, as far as like actual gameplay and getting into it, yeah, other than mini, uh, mini Mortal Kombat chess, can't really say too much. Other than you know, Zombie Lucan was cool. <laughs> Fair. Well,
1: I, I actually, I, I love this game. Actually, to me, it, it did everything Deadly Alliance did, and then just like. You know, continued right where it left off, man. I thought, I thought the storyline was actually cool. I thought the whole story with Sujinko was kind of interesting. I mean, it wasn't the main part of the game. The main part of the game was still the one one on one fighting, but I thought that was like a good little addition to like throw in there of like just running around the different worlds and interacting with everybody. I thought that was fun. Zombie Lu Kang was a badass, and uh, I loved I loved playing as Noob Smoke. I thought that was a really cool character to play as. And when, nah. when his ending, when you get to when you get to the end, you find out who Noob Saibot actually is. He's actually the original Sub Zero, him, which I thought, nah. which at that time blew my mind. I was like, "Oh shit, that's amazing!" I never thought they would actually say who he was. I always thought he nah. was kind of a throwaway, actual, you know, extra character that they just threw in there. But they actually gave him a backstory that's actually pretty damn cool. So yeah, I thought, like I said, I love the storyline in Mortal Kombat. To me, it's one of the main draws for me. I love all the lore in it and this one had that in spades with with uh, interacting with everybody and it was cool and this is the one where um Raiden totally becomes evil too right like he
0: he's fully corrupted in this game yeah right.
1: yeah that was awesome too another twist that you, they, they planted the seeds of it but I mean I don't know it still blew I, I still didn't see it coming it still was a twist to me when it when it actually happened so yeah I, I love this game I thought Deadly Alliance is great. I thought Deception did everything they, Deadly Alliance did and just ma- made it better. To me, it's yeah. in the PlayStation 2 era, this is the Mortal Kombat 2 to Deadly Alliance's Mortal Kombat 1. If yeah. For this for this era of, or this generation of consoles, I, I mean, can agree with that. Do though,
2: cause, yeah, because you figured all the characters we, you know, they kill off Shang Tsung, they kill off Liu Kang, now Raiden's completely evil. So all the characters that we, you know, we had an idea on. They were like, you know what? No more of the same. Let's just change this, change that. Now you're on your toes. You don't know what's going to happen next, which actually was, was pretty cool, um, what they were, were going to do. And obviously, as, as graphics get better, obviously, we're at PS2 level down. So, I mean, things are just going to get crazier.
0: What, what I like, though, is that you find out as the main character, when you're Shujinko, you, you kind of realize that you're the one who kind of causes Armageddon at the end of your story. Like, the whole time he thinks he's preventing Armageddon from happening, but he's actually the the reason it starts. And it totally screws with him. And I think that's actually kind of one of, like, the best storytelling devices they came up with, you know, in a long while. Um, Yeah,
1: definitely, because you kind of got the feeling he was going to be the new Liu Kang, because Liu Kang was a yeah. zombie. You thought, oh, is going to be the new hero, but no, he's actually the one who... Fucks you know, it
2: all
1: for an up. Old man. <laughs> fucks it all up and causes the Armageddon, which I thought was cool. And it, and it was the character you were. So you you know usually when you're the character, you're you're the hero.
0: You're gonna figure it out how to save
1: the day. Idea. But no, you're the one okay. causing all the problems.
0: Um, let's all right. So I'm gonna also bring up the other characters that were uh, introduced to the game, which you know, just because I have to. Um, mm-hmm. Other than Shujinko and Onaga, everyone else is literally a throwaway. Um, Ashra, Dairu, Darius, um, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, and Cobra. Um, like I said, all these characters are really just throwaways because you don't know who they are. They They haven't been anywhere since, really. Um, and then unless, you know, like, we're going to go into Armageddon in just a few uh, few seconds, if you will. Because, you know, Shurjinko car- uh, causes Armageddon. But, like I said, these characters are just trash, throwaway. Um, we're going to throw them in the story because we need to carry the story along. You could have did this with probably any other character and it would have made sense. Um, but now that I brought it up, let's go into Mortal Kombat Armageddon, which to me... Um, has its moments. Um, It's the original ending to the main series. Um, It has basically every character ever is in this game. From MK1 through Armageddon, every character ever. It is also probably the worst game ever. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. And I'm saying that as far as basic Mortal Kombat games go. The worst game ever. Um, build your own fatalities says it all. Um, cool concept. Cause you're like, Oh, that's cool. I can make my own fatality. But if you really think about it, terrible, absolutely terrible takes away from, I think the character's identity um, and their cool individuality with their own cool fatality. It was It was a nice idea to try and get everyone to do fatalities, but it was just, it was terrible. It was awful. Um, B, because I know you probably played this game to the point where you wanted to love it and you just couldn't. Um, What are your thoughts on this poor um, adaptation? Uh, Blaze is the big boss because you knew that was coming because Blaze essentially is Armageddon. He's going to burn the world to the ground. Um, What do you think about this game?
1: Uh, So, like I said, I really liked Deadly Alliance. I thought Deception was even better than that. And then we got this one, Part 3, Armageddon. And I was excited for it because they said every character ever is going to be in this game. You're like, wow, that's amazing. There's going to be so much content in here. I'm going to be able to play this game forever. But no, they made all the individuality in the combos that all went away so everyone fought the same uh, everyone had the same make your own fatality so no one had any cool anything unique fatalities and all the endings were just it was we were back we went to full motion video we went to full really detailed 3D endings to now we went back to just text on a wall again and it was pretty much just generic because they didn't want to write a separate ending for everybody so they, pretty much every ending was Congratulations, you stopped Armageddon, which, I don't know, to me, part of the draw of Mortal Kombat is the storyline, is the plots, and it is the characters and the individuality. And you you brought every character back, which is a major draw, made me really excited for it. But then you took away all their um, individuality and uniqueness to it and so kind of, just made everybody bland. So, yeah, um, after how much I love Deception, I wanted to see that storyline continue. When this game came out, and it was like this is the end of *Mortal Kombat*, and it was for a while, I was kind of like, "All right, well, it had a good run, but I'm, I'm, I'm i was so angry at it that I was almost glad to see it go for a little bit. I was like, yeah, they just really failed.'
2: Fair
0: enough, Travis.
2: Um, I actually never played this game. Um, at this What's point, you? yeah, at this point, I had. For whatever reason, for a while, I had given up on just like Mortal Kombat. I don't know if it was after Deception or I was losing interest after Deception. I can't remember exactly what. Um, 2006, buddy. Yeah. Um, what the hell? I don't even remember fucking 2006. So long ago. Um, but yeah, just I stopped. I I stopped playing video games for a while. That's that's probably what it was. Um, and so I remember, you know, Armageddon, the whole thing coming out. I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'll you know, I'll get to it. Maybe I'll go over to somebody's house um, that I now won't play. But the more you know, the the reviews that came out, it just seemed like they bit off a little bit more than they could chew. They wanted to throw so much content into there that they never actually. Finalize anything, so they just half assed everything. Um, so my decision not to play the game was like justified at that point, so it was like I didn't give it a second thought at that point. Uh, because so I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't even remember any redeeming quality of maybe why I would want to try to play this game. Um, yeah, I'm looking at screenshots, I'm like, you know, reading about the plot and all the other just trash, just it's trash. trash. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I really do not give a shit, and I'm like. You know, going from three styles to only two styles, I'm like, it just did nothing seemed right about this game. Like, it had the makings of being something epic and just, just shit in the bed. All around. Mm-hmm.
0: So one of the cool things about this game, B probably knows this already, is that Shao Kahn's ending is the canon ending of this game. Raiden uses Shinnok's amulet to send a message to himself back in time, which will lead us to MK9, which is part three of this wonderful podcast. um, That basically says he must win. That's all it says. We don't know who he is. He must win. It's all open to interpretation. But that's all going to be continued when we discuss MK's uh, 9, 10, and 11. Uh, In part three. So, with that being said, I actually uh, want to bring up something as far as with this game. I just. I used to play all the. Like, Tilapia, myself, and my friend Tiny, who lives in Florida. We used to. You know, our day in the summer was Mortal Kombat, 7 Eleven Slurpees. You know, you got your whatever snacks. It was a walk from, you know, maybe a quarter-mile walk from his house to 7-Eleven and back. And it was Dreamcast, you know, PlayStation 2. So you had your MK MK Gold or, you know, whatever. Deadly Alliance, Deception, Armageddon, Street Fighter, what have you. This game we played, I just... There's so many things I, I... I wish I could say that, you know, I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but it's, there's nothing, there's nothing that holds me to a lot of these games, um, from, I'm going to say from Mythologies to Armageddon, like there's, like the replay value is low, um, yeah, when we you know, the first time you play them, you play them, you might play you might play the shit out of Deadly Alliance. You might play the shit out of Deception. But you know, two out of what is it? The six that we said so far and we didn't even get into MK versus DC yet. Yeah. It it's not a good batting average right now. Um with that being said, I want to bring up A Shining Light. A Shining Light prior to MK9. And I think it's Mortal Kombat versus EC Universe. I think that was definitely... One of the cooler crossovers... That was never expected to happen. Ever. Um, Warner Brothers really kind of... Gave us our money's worth with this game. Um, As far as story mode. Fatalities... Um, heroic brutalities because the heroes not kill. They can only just beat the shit out of you. Um but yeah, uh B, I know you've been dying to talk about this game. I'm gonna let you take this one away.
1: Uh yeah. I mean as when more uh when Mortal Kombat Armageddon came out, like I was done with Mortal Kombat. Like the game was such a bad taste in my mouth that I just didn't wanna look at it anymore like i was i was done i felt i felt it was gone and then i think this was this was playstation was... 3 right so I yes. think they released the trailer on youtube actually and it was um you saw sub-zero and uh batman fighting and i was like what yeah. the hell is going on here this is this is amazing and the trailer they, they did a really awesome trailer for it it was like wow now i'm excited again i kind of want to see what the hell they're going to do here and then I was like, well, now it's Mortal Kombat in DC. Well, what DC characters are going to be on it? So, like, the hype for this game, for me, was, like, really high. Because I thought, oh, maybe this is going to bring Mortal Kombat back. If they do it the right way and, and not put 8,000 characters in it and give everyone their time, it can be a, a great game. And, it, and, honestly, it was pretty fun. Like, uh, we, we left PlayStation 2. We're on PlayStation 3 now, so the graphics got better. I thought the storyline was pretty cool, like... And the storyline actually now ha- had chapters to it too. So it was almost like yeah. watching, watching like an animated movie of what would happen if these two worlds collided. I thought it was cool. And DC always had the multiverse. So having a multiverse with Mortal Kombat, like, yeah, I mean, logically, I mean, comic book logic, it kind of makes sense. It's something that, that could happen in the comic book world. So, yeah, let's go for it. And I thought, I thought it was cool. I thought, I thought the, the fatalities were cool. I thought the horror fatalities were cool. You got the Joker in there, Batman, fighting Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I thought it was awesome. A-, a crossover you never expected to see, but one that was pretty fun, at least for the time. Yeah. Travis?
2: Yeah, um, exactly to B's point. Like, it was one of those things you didn't ask for it, but you're glad it came out, one of those things. Um, obviously, you know, the plot was cool, you know, Raiden and ran, you know, pre- you know, Preventing Shao Kahn coming in and fucking shit up. Uh but you know, it's just like uh, the multi-universes. The your universe is here, your universe is here, it's fucking slam together, full on comic book mode. We're a bunch of nerds. So you you throw any comic book character into a fighting full on this point, like obviously before, like injustice and all that, we're like you full on like, beat them up, style. Obviously, I love for Mortal Kombat. Now we get to play with freaking DC characters. Like, let's just, let's go to town and see what, let's see what crazy shenanigans they can put Joker, in, right? Let's, 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 yeah. let's play with him and just see what mayhem you can cause, like, full on mayhem you can cause Mortal Kombat style with Joker. I mean, what's not to love? You know, it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's just, it was a nice reprieve of just, Yeah, we're still getting some Mortal Kombat action. Don't give a shit that it's canon or not. It's just we're seeing, you know, some of our comic book heroes and villains, people that we love, um, in a full-on gory, violent video game. Like, who doesn't like that? It
0: was definitely a cash cow, and we don't realize how much of a cash cow it was for Warner Brothers, who... This was when I believe they just bought... Um, the rights um, to Mortal Kombat, so Mortal Kombat just became, I think, um, what was it? They're right about to become NetherRealm Studio uh, studios around this time. They right. they weren't completely, still, but it
2: still came out as, as Midway though.
0: Um, yeah, uh, it's still Midway at this point in time. But like, right after this game is when uh, WB basically gave Ed Boon the green light and they become NetherRealm Studios. So this yeah. game, not only to your point, where Injustice and Injustice 2, you know, it set the groundwork for that. It it also um, helped them establish themselves as their own identity as NetherRealm Studios, you know, who now has, aside from games, animated movies um, carrying their franchise forward. This game... I just, I have so much love for this game um, between Shazam actually being called Captain Marvel because he wasn't fully just Shazam yet. Although you heard Shazam enough times in this game to make your ears bleed with every move.
2: Shazam! Um, Shazam!
0: I, I was glad, B, you brought up the Joker. The Joker is probably one of my more favorite characters to use in this game. And he was a very controversial character, especially for the UK version. Um, there was the censored fatality and the regular fatality where the Joker shoots you. Um, the, initially he shoots his gun and it, you know, it's the gag bang. And then he shoots it again. And, you know, the person, you see the blood and everything, but the censored version, it just zooms up right upon him finishes and, you know, fatality of the Joker wins. Um, as far as characters go, it was very, very light. But it was the right amount of light. Um, Mortal Kombat, we had Baraka, Jax, Kano, Katana, Liu Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Shang Tsung, uh, Sonya Blade, and Shao Kahn, who was an unlockable. DC, Batman, um, Captain Marvel, not quite Shazam yet, if for all those who are confused. Shazam's original name was, in fact, Captain Marvel. Not uh, the Captain Marvel that you know as Brie Larson, that you know, another legal debate for another time. Uh,
2: you Catwoman,
0: <laughs> Deathstroke, which, you know, that actually was actually really cool. And nobody appreciated how much you liked Deathstroke until you played this game. Um, the Flash, Green Lantern, the Joker, Lex Luthor, Superman, and Wonder Woman. I will say for myself, um Excluding Injustice games. When I first played this game, I had to play as Batman. And it got me so aggravated for Batman's heroic brutality. Where you had to, it it was just annoying. It was the most annoying thing to do. And it was just lame because he just grapples you up and he slams you down. And it was just kind of like, I get it. You know, why wouldn't you want to see Batman use a grappling hook? But it was just a huge letdown. It was one of like the biggest letdowns of the entire game, I, I kind of want to say, was, was his heroic brutality. Um, all the fatalities were on point. All the villains were on point. I mean, you know, really nothing wrong with that. Um, heroic brutalities. Superman. You know, it's Superman. The Flash... I actually really enjoy playing as the Flash. I like those speed characters. I enjoy him more him more in Injustice, but he definitely was somebody I got along with very well within this game. Green Lantern is just a tank. I mean, yeah, that's the only way I can really describe the Green Lantern ever. Green Lantern.
2: Just say Green Lantern. Like, All right,
0: move on. Nah, um,
2: there's yeah.
0: I I, I got a lot of love for this game despite, you know, critically, I don't think it was was a hit. It was good, but it wasn't like that A-plus hit. It was like a solid B. Um, I think you guys brought it up best. It was a game for fans. Um, MK, comic books, what have you. It was a game for us. We knew what it was when we bought it. And it is what it is. And it's not something we're going to you know take you know defend to our grave, but it's definitely something where it's it it hit all the right moments, and we will definitely say it was not a black eye on anything. if anything, it opened the door for us for an injustice game and helped bring forward m k nine, which you know. For another day, Um, any uh, anything else you guys want to say about uh, MK versus DC?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm not sure why this game did it did get some hate back in the day for it, but that I never understood why. Like, it wasn't Armageddon bad. Like, it's it's already a step up from that. Like I said, the graphics were better. Now we're on PlayStation Three or Xbox 360, so. It stepped it stepped it up, man, and and it may it, it did it did this game. You said it wasn't a commercial success, but it was a success enough where they made it where they let them do their own DC Injustice, you know, game, yeah. which was basically just Mortal Kombat with DC characters completely. Like it's kind of just you know they gave them the, the reins. So it, it to, that alone makes the game worth it because those games, Injustice One and Two, I mean, it's not part of the, this discussion, but those games are are great as well. And, uh, or the movies they made based on those games are awesome, too. So, um, yeah, I think it was it, – like, Travis, you said it best. It was – we never expected it. We never even asked for it. It's not even something we thought we wanted. But, damn, when we got it, we, we were happy it was there.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else really to say about that. I mean, it is – it's true to its form. Like, look, I mean, any chance – you get to play as Batman and kick the crap out of somebody, you're going to take that opportunity, right? So it's like, would we like to see a more violent, even more violent side of, you know, playing as Batman? Of course we would, right? Uh, will we always be disappointed whenever we, we don't get it? Of course. Uh, but luckily, you know, Injustice, Injustice 2 came along and we got to live out some badassery. Um, but it was, it was a good first step to see what um the appeal is for like a DC fight 'em up, you know, Mortal Kombat style game, and you know they they took what they learned from that and they obviously expanded upon it, and obviously with huge success with Injustice, and justice Two, and then like B, like you said, like the, all the all the stuff that they made after that, based on it, like the movies and everything, was was even even a bigger success. So, I mean. You learned a lot of things, uh, which is cool. I mean, you get you know, it's anytime there's a, a mash up, a team up, you know, like Marvel versus Capcom, Turtles, you know, meets Batman. Right? There's always there's always something that that, that brings it all together. It's just they're nerding you. Just can't help it, right? There's just the little kid just, just going ape shit, like just he wants to just be a part of it and all the silly, crazy nonsense that's all about it. So I mean, yeah, I mean. It's a it, it's a good game for what it is, you know. It's if you were expecting way too much, then you probably should have lower your expectations, right? I mean, it's literally Mortal Kombat versus DC characters, like what, what, what you know. What 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 could you possibly be hoping for? Um, and I think it was it was a great start to what obviously led on to be something even bigger for you know DC video games. So
1: this game was as advertised, so like. If you saw the advertisers for it, you got exactly what you expected. Armageddon was not as advertised. They, they threw it out as we're throwing every character in there, we're throwing everything in there, but they didn't. They put every they made watered down versions of everything. So that's what got everyone upset about that. Like to me, this is exactly what you expected it to be. They they never lied about what it was. So if people expected more, I mean, you just weren't paying attention.
0: Yeah. That, I definitely feel like with this game, they kept it light for a reason. They gave us, you know, very little, but a lot at the same time. Um, the fact that I think it was 12 and 12 characters or something like that, 11 and 11, um, 22 characters. I, you didn't need much more um, going forward. It was just, it was simple. Here's 11 Mortal Kombat characters. You don't need the 50-something characters from Mortal Kombat in this game just as much as you don't need, you know, 900 superheroes from DC. It's It was clean. It was precise. Here it is. We're trying something different. Let's test the waters. I'm upset we never got a sequel. Um, I definitely think a sequel, uh, especially now, it's given the fact that it's going to be um what is it 15? 15 years since the original maybe for the you know we'll get a 20th anniversary part two it's 15 years since the original game <laughs> but um i definitely wouldn't mind a sequel i would definitely like to see it um soon um injustice will definitely be a conversation for another day i have a lot to say about those two games uh going forward um, I definitely think that'll be a, um, an epilogue to this uh, trilogy, if you will. Um, we will talk about Injustice 1 and 2. Um, but coming soon for sure will be Part 3, which we'll, we'll talk about uh, Mortal Kombat 9 or just Mortal Kombat, which was the reboot game of 2011. Uh, Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat 11... And maybe a little bit of our hopes for Mortal Kombat 1, which is coming out later this year, um, which actually kind of ties into what we were talking about tonight with Deadly Lions, Deception, Armageddon, characters from those games. Um, If you're at all interested, uh, please give us some feedback once this is posted and after you listen to it. Uh, Definitely would be greatly appreciated. You know we love to hear from our fans, and you know every now and then offer a friendship or a fatality. Uh, let well, I mean we'll see where it goes. Um, feel your animality, as it were, fellas. Um, I think that ha- kind of does it for Box of Dough Part Two. Uh, thank everyone for coming today. Um, I guess Round Three will be coming ASAP. And after that, we will find out who we are finishing and what kind of finishing move we are willing to offer. It could be a simple Travis uppercut for those who are paying attention from the part one.
2: It
0: It could be an act of friendship. We could feel our animalities via Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which also didn't help any and all games, from about 1996 to 2002, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, I'm Jimmy Baggs. This has been the Drunken Thumb and my Drunkleberry. Uh, let's uh, cheers it out, fellas. The <laughs> values <Begality's for> all.
2: <laughs> for all. Wait-o.